Hey, Toasties. Welcome to episode 152 of Movie Toast News and Reviews. Adam, how in the living fuck are you? I'm unemployed. It's It's the Movie Toast Show. Here for you. Dennis and Adam joke about orgasms and sweet movie reviews. Talk about TV too, right? I, I think so. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, movie toast. Hey, me too. So that's hey. why we're a host of a podcast. We're never not employed, right? We employ ourselves for no wage. Yeah, life. How you doing? <laughs> you know, I've been presented some challenges in the beginning of 2023, but the, the Mrs. and I are taking them in stride. Stay, kind of looking every at everything as new opportunities, so it's it not could be worse. Let's put it that way. Look about, at us start this you, episode man? off nice and brightly. Woo. I'm I'm fantastic. I got movies, baby. Fuck yeah, keeping me busy. Woo! Can't wait to talk about them. All them movies. Me too. I'm actually excited. I, I got a mix of dipping back into my old habit of watching some of the oddball documentaries, so I'm excited to <laughs> review some of those again. Mm. That should be fun. That should be funky. Should be. Should be fresh. Should be. Ideally. Yeah. I don't want to build funk. up the expectations. I don't want people to think, oh my God, I'm going to jizz my pants listening to this episode. I want them to say, oh my God, I'm going to maybe hear a good review or two. I don't know. You know. I want them to be chill about one it. One can help. I mean, I'd be okay with I the know. previous, but that's that's fine. I mean, sure, Whatever. I would like it if our, our audio-tastic voices could make people cream their jeans. Wow, wow, wow. I think we got but that power. I can rise yeah. to the top. Oh, yeah. You can. With, with our with, powers with combined. Those, with those sweet... <laughs> oh boy instead, yeah. instead of the different rings we each hold up like movie toast and then we make like the the, the movie, captain movie toast flies out of the horizon oh. there's just yeah. two rings it's just you and i so that's the movie toast right i don't know i mean what what if uh, what if what if one of us held the toaster and one of us had like a film reel kind of like our, toast our logo Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, and then it's well, like that's what each of the rings should like be. Maybe, right? maybe our zord, maybe our zords are like coming our out of zord. different areas. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, like you got a toaster. I got a. I don't know what the fuck toaster I bot. VHS player. Uh, uh, they, a uh, bot. One's a toaster. One's like some type of bread dough golem. I, and uh, and a morphic beast. Look at us. We're, we're so creative. Look at us. It, it 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 can it can change form at any given time and harden its mm. out, outer crust. <laughs> Look at that! We got a fucking comic book just waiting to happen right there. I mean, there's a lot of work that needs to go into this. Let's let's sidestep that for now. But uh, let's circle back. I definitely want to. I, I like think this. we're on to nothing there that we can <laughs> definitely get into. Well, uh, aside from nothing, I know we we probably got a poll or two brewing, maybe. Oh, dude, do we have polls this week? Hit it out. Polls. 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 Polls.
I had to put an extra in there. Normally, I get three no. and four, and we got we got more, but I don't get time for that. We gotta we gotta give a brisk episode because we got reviews, baby. All right, so um, let's see here. Um, there was a I, I reviewed on the last episode the the film Babylon, which is about like Hollywood. So I wanted to know in like making films and whatnot. So I wanted to know what the Toasties thought was the uh, best movie about making movies out of Ed Wood, Bowfinger. Hail Caesar, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, interesting. Not all big hits. None yeah. of them in my book are big hits, but boy, are they fun. And uh, we got some, we got votes. We got votes. Okay. Then no Be Kind Rewind. Hey. That's that's disappointing. I mean, uh, I gotta go back and rewatch that. <laughs> yeah. Now now I'm picturing like the, 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 the Ghostbusters, like just, yeah. What a, <laughs> what a film. That's another. It's like that's Joe another Gondry. good one about making a movie. Um, oh, yeah, that's fantastic. Well, I mean, I I yeah. was with the. Uh, I was on the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood train. I know it wasn't your mm, your favorite, but <laughs> no, for me it would be Ed Wood. Okay, fucking masterpiece. Uh, all right, so uh, what we got is a two way tie for uh, last places thirteen thirteen here for Bowfinger and Hail Caesar. Oh, um, I like Tail Caesar. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And no love for Eddie Murphy and Eddie Murphy and Bowfinger, I see. Yeah. All right. I We're haven't. Moving on. I haven't seen it, to be honest. Oh, you should get on. It's a pretty interesting film. But whatevs. Um, 25% went to Ed Wood and uh, 50% went to your flick, Once Upon a Time in Snoozeville. Oh! That's what I call it. Burn. Burn. Which, yeah. Yeah, so... Like I said, folks, go 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 read the book. The book is ten times better, twenty times better. You're not alone. A hundred a hundred percent better. Uh, all right. So up next, I reviewed. Uh, no, you reviewed. You reviewed on the last episode. Um, a fucking glass onion and knife's out mystery. So I wanted to know uh, out of these films. Now I, I loosely loosely throw around the who done it here because more of a mystery, I guess you could say. But I think when I dig deep, deep down there, whodunits, I want to know what the favorite whodunit was out of uh, Knives Out, Bad Times at the El Royale, The Hateful Eight, and Scream. Interesting. Okay. Because you don't know who the killer is in any of those. And Dennis, I will tell you, there's a three-way tie for last place and 100% oh, multiple votes go to one film. In one film only. As, as a who done it, like pure. Oh man, see, I feel. Oh shit, that's a tough choice because I love the style and the storytelling of one. Do I do? Mm. Do I think of it as a who done it though? I don't think so. Well, when that's it comes, like it's not. I, I'm not looking at it as a who's done it, but more of a hey. What's your favorite among these? Is. Okay, Anybody could be the killer. Then hateful eight. Yeah. Otherwise, I would say knives out. Knives that's, out was my. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I'm with you. I'm with you. 100. percent Okay. Uh, and uh, the toasties are not. Zero oh. percent for bad times at the El, Ro- El Royale. Zero uh, for the hateful eight. Zero for scream. Hundred percent for fucking knives out. I mean, it's a, a like that's what I that's where my dilemma was as that's far as whodunit, a whodunit though. goes. Exactly. The yeah. only other one I think I might have swapped out on the list might have been. Uh, Murder in the Orient Express. I really enjoyed that journey. Ooh. 
That was good. That was good. That was a t- also that was a tasty who done it. Also could have tossed in the uh, the death on the Nile, I guess. But oh, kind of like a sequel. Yeah, I haven't um, seen that wow, yet. Yeah. To be honest, I was trying Ooh, trying to get Val to watch the, the cannibal first one. army hammer and fucking huh. and fucking uh, Wonder uh, Woman. Wonder Woman, like fuck on the edge of a fucking uh, pyramid, dude. It's hot and heavy. Oh, spicy, it's kinky. I think it's over. On, I think it's over on HBO Max. It is. It is. Good times. On the queue. I felt on the dirty queue. watching it. It's definitely it's a fine film. I'll eat those nachos. I don't know what that means. Um, Interpret it as you will. (laughs) I will. Uh, Up next, you reviewed the uh, successfully terrible flop Black Adam, which (laughs) made my mind wonder who the Tosi's favorite wrestler turned actor was out of Dwayne The Rock Johnson, John Cena, Dave Bautista and Jesse Ventura. Damn. See, and that's Everyone what's funny is there is there is actually a broad uh, spread of very entertaining wrestlers turned actors. And there were other fine folks that there's were more. Bad, but that's it's what's crazy. Yeah, it's like there's actually more than that. But um, like, I could list like thirty people. <laughs> I don't know all of them, but I I, I know I know a good few. Jesse Ventura is a great name drop, um, but I and, feel like he's too 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 old for our our, our audience. Yes, yeah, right. Uh, and he's not in as much as these other folks. John Cena has been wildly entertaining as of late, and I'm really digging yeah. a lot of the stuff he's in. But as far as like just pure acting talent, Dave Bautista is surprisingly incredible. Like his scene in yeah. Blade Runner is a wonderful, and I think that I'm looking very much looking forward to that uh, M Night Shyamalan movie. Um, oh yeah, knock at the cabinet. Holy shit. Yeah, I'm I'm so excited for that. That's the type of shit I'm more excited to see him in now. The beauty about him is like he he's even said it like in, in press junkets and stuff, like fucking he's a guy, he doesn't care about like being in big movies, he doesn't care about being a celebrity, he lives in Florida, he just wants to do good things and enjoy himself and, and not just pigeonhole. Himself. Yeah, no, that's so, great. Like, I respect that. It's a yeah. it's it's all a tight right, race. So, uh, They're all very entertaining. And then I I got to give some yeah. props to the the Rock um, himself. You know, the Rock has been great, but I feel like he's slightly on the decline. It's it's like in his attitude lately. He's been not helping. Yeah, exactly. He's been putting himself into so many things. It's like quit spreading yourself so thin. Like the things we yeah. liked about you, can we just stick to that instead of like yeah. lighting it on so thick? charismatic like guy yeah. don't just try to be a big superhero and just do the i don't, I don't know i don't i know, agree here's what the toasties know dennis what do they got for eight percent go to jesse ventura okay yeah 25 for the rock yeah. 25 for cena 42 for your oh, man Dave oh yeah they see come on i mean the guys he's in his yeah. golden age right now i think he's he can probably take fucking anything oh, and make it awesome yeah Dude, and if you haven't checked it out, one of my favorite movies from two years ago, dude, fantastic in My Spy, where him and a little girl are oh, like, that's right. saving the day. <laughs> How about that one? And in the same year, another movie I didn't care so much for, uh, the one with him and uh, Kamel. I forget what it was called. but Oh, the, the cops, right? Or he's a yeah, cop or whatever. Yeah, yeah. He's a cop and he like is dating his daughter. I don't fucking know. I forget. But it was fine. It just wasn't as funny as I'd hoped. Anywho, 
Right now, we're going through that sweet Brendan Fraser renaissance. Yes, sir. And uh, I reviewed the the will on the last film on the last film uh, review episode. Film, yeah, that's what I'm calling it. Film. Fuck you. Um, so I want to know out of the following four movies, what the Toasties' favorite Brendan Fraser movie was out of Encino Man, George of the Jungle, our main man, fucking Chris Watkins, Blast from the Past, and The Mummy. Ooh. Everything I love. We got a lot of votes. Good. You put Mr. Fraser out there, the cats are flocking to it right now. Not long ago, I rewatched uh, Blast from the Past, to be honest. And I was about to rewatch uh, The Mummy, but I th- like that, it kind of has a soft spot for me. I think Blast from the Past is kind of my personal favorite out of those, to be honest. It, it is. I'm with you. It's such a fine film and just wholesome and fun. It is. Something really? about it, man. I'm with you. So uh, 7% goes to the Weasels film Encino Man. Uh, 15% went to the family-friendly George of the Jungle, or Jorge of the Jungle. Uh, 26% went to Blast from the Past, and not surprisingly, 52% to The Mummy. So, yeah. Kind of, I feel like those are some good some good digits. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. That's a, that's quite, it's quite a spread. Yeah. I, I, what's funny is I've been seeing some really cool, not funny, I guess, but <laughs> I, I've been seeing some cool interviews of other actors talking about Brandon Fraser's performance in The Whale. And I I forget what the clip was mm. from. I saw on Instagram the other day, but it was a uh, homie from uh, Anything Anywhere All the Time, the husband, that talking about how like yeah. we came up together, we were in Encino Man together. Yeah, that's what, yeah, he brought that up. And he's just like, man, I can't. Um, he said, you said, Brendan, you said the greatest thing to me on the carpet for the Golden Globes. It's like, look, man, we're still here. And they both like, like Brendan Fraser broke down and started crying. And he was like, mm-hmm. he had tears in his eyes telling him, it's like, that's so awesome, man. Like, look at that. After all this time, we're still here doing it. And it's like, God, that is, that alone yeah. is impressive. And that, that was, that was cool. That was cool. He he deserves yeah. all that. And then he's then- getting. Then, like, even, even like, uh, there was a one on one with uh, him and Sandler, and Sandler's like, Yeah, I fought to keep you on fucking airheads. The studio didn't want you, and I refused to do it with anybody else. It's like, That's cool. And, uh, I'm sorry to hijack the situation here, but we, we were talking earlier, Dennis. Uh, the movie with uh, Kamel, Kamel plays oh, yes. a, a, an Uber driver named Stu, That's... and the great title, Stuber. That's right, Stuber. Oh boy, sorry, sorry. No, no. Had to, had to get clarification. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. I gotta roll back to that. Um, yeah, no, but uh man, yeah, good, good times, good times. Yes, Bad sir. Times. <laughs> the times are coming. De- uh, Dennis, uh, I think uh, you can start us off this week talking about uh some something scandalous. Oh yeah. Talking about in our reviews, huh? illegal imports, uh, thieves making hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars in imported black market goods. Man, this this is a tale of intrigue. Ooh, blood diamonds? But, oh, close. Another guess? Um, uh, tr- human trafficking. Ooh, cold. We're getting, we're getting further away. Uh, like like uh, printing press like uh, machines oh. for money 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 making machines. Oh, might as well be. We're almost there. I'm talking about the documentary. Any babies? Ah, oh, now you're onto something. Now we're getting we're getting a hell of a lot closer. 
Huh? Huh? I don't know. No, got that? Okay. I give, I, give, I give up, man. I'm talking about up. the documentary titled The Pez Outlaw. Welcome to the wonderful world of Pez collecting. You're hooked now. No one knew where he came from. But everybody wanted what he was selling. Pez. It's like printing money. <laughs> Some pairs are quite rare. And how much is this worth? Between three and four thousand dollars. The most I ever paid for pairs was eleven thousand dollars. For what? When? Back in the 1990s, Pez USA and Pez International operated very independently. The president decided what came into the U.S. and what didn't. The collectors wanted what was available in Europe. And so I was like, Dad, let's see what we can get, you know, right from the factory. He was just some hillbilly from Michigan who got on a plane and then just landed somewhere. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? This is the stuff people dream of. Being that close to illegal, maybe illegal. This guy was bringing thousands and thousands of them over. Scott was furious that this was happening. And the job was to stop this. I was the threat. And that's when I decided to become the Pez Outlaw. Everybody knew who I was. I saw people follow me all the time. We always had everything on the line. It's either win or lose, live or die. Hands up, or I shoot you. With a genuine piss shooter. That's right, folks. This is available over on Netflix right now. This is telling the tale of Steve Glue. This is a man who, he had a few quirks about him throughout his life, uh, but he and his wife were always, had a strong bond together, and he always had this need to provide for her, even if with some of his kind of quirks. Uh, he, he is a collector of things, and he was selling toys at toy shows and things like that until he came across Pez dispensers, fell in love with them. These were the coolest things to him, and then started to find this market. At, at a toy show, he got. I uh, was talking to this lady who's just like, hey, you really want the lead on, on Pez, you need to go to the factory in Eastern Europe. And he was was just like, you know what? Let's do this. I'm going to go all in. Quits his job, and he starts selling black market Pez dispensers that he's buying straight out of the factory. And it's like, you're right. It's like it's, it's, it's like this tale of uh, Cold War spies or some shit. But it's it's all about this guy is he's found this niche market of people trying to sell the imported. So the way the Pez company is structured. Pez International has control over all of the Pez and the rest of the country, like the rest of the planet, with the exception of the United States, where Pez America gets to control what's actually distributed in the U.S. Now, the president at the time, their part of their agreement was he would always have final say, and there would be all these things that he would reject. Well, that's what he was going over to Europe to purchase. He would buy all those ones that weren't allowed, like they didn't sign off for on sale here. And it was just kind of like odd designs and stuff. It was nothing scandalous or strange. Uh, co- color variations and stuff. So he would buy duffel bags worth of those 
bring him back to the United States and sell him at toy shops. He would he bought out full page ads and magazines and newspapers to sell these things as a catalog. He was selling mail order shit like it's it was nuts. This guy, I mean, he became this quick millionaire, and then Pez started to catch wind of it. The president of Pez North America starts freaking out. I mean, it's like it's it's a wildly entertaining uh, little story. The man that the documentary is actually about gets to play himself in all of like the recreation scenes that they film. <laughs> they just put like they dye nice. they dyed his beard and try to make him look younger. It, it was very entertaining. It was a cute little story. I mean, this guy's busting his ass for it. It's, although it's kind of quirky, he's working really hard to to run this business. Now, is, is he? stealing necessarily i mean he's paying money for him like that's what's kind of interesting these are things that how like how much business can this guy be scraping off just this one individual and you know you can kind of you can start raising the question of the morality of what he's doing but it's to be honest at the end of the day it's still just a fascinating story i found the characters really interesting <laughs> they paint the some of the Pez people kind of as villains, and it's really slant, obviously slanted towards one side. But at the end of the day, he was doing something technically illegal. It was just kind of on Pez. The fact that you find out there's some clerical error, they didn't like, uh, they didn't register their product for illegal import with the Border Patrol. So Border Patrol didn't give a shit. They just kept letting him come in with all these Pez purely because they didn't fill out the paperwork to say this isn't allowed to be imported. So <laughs> then they, they like, they tried to try to fix that. And then it's like, Steve tried to find another way around. He found that he was able to start paying the manufacturer to make his own versions of Pez. He was just telling him to use these alternative materials and colors. So when he would go to his toy shows, he was just making bank off of these things until Pez fought back. They just started oh, printing yeah. the ones for, like, so he, the ones he was selling for 15, 20 bucks a piece Pez started making them and selling them for $1.99 a piece. So it is Nerd. throwing, there was like fisticuffs back and forth. There's this whole underground like Pez community. It's just like, holy shit. It was kind of like that Beanie Baby documentary you watched uh, last year. Very interesting though. Um, like I said, this is available over on Netflix. I mean, I'm going to give uh, the Pez Outlaw Three and a half slices. I just could not turn away from this. It moved at a very quick pace. It's a quick hour, 30 minutes. Damn. I, I really liked it. Nice. it's, it's the, 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 um, they keep coming back to the marriage between him and his wife. And it's, they paint this beautiful picture and the story of intrigue that they have coming back and forth, whether or not all the details are true, I thoroughly enjoyed every minute of what was on screen here. And, really strongly recommend you add this to your queue not bad not bad man that's cool it's legit pez baby it's fighting bad. for the cause god do you remember eating pez like i do no flavor I like pez. but so much joy some of you find the sour i like pez. eating out of the, the out of the throats of things that you know and love mouths right as oh, i'm man. sitting here i can see hey. a bb8 a darth or Darth Vader and a Death Star Pez dispenser sitting in my Star Wars shelf. So I can't yeah. deny its presence in, in pop culture. I, I get that. Fair enough. Fair enough. Speaking of pop culture, I got something from a long ways back, but a new version of this said thing. Uh, I have a, I have a uh, film called Shin Ultraman. Ooh. 
怪獣らしく埋め撃ったら異動だ進行中。家族隊戦中犯班長の田村です。怪獣はなぜかこの国にしか出現しないんだ。なんか怪奇説まで。あとでもう一つしかない。君の来訪の目的は何だ。大変が
And that's just the tip of the Damn. iceberg here. Holy man. shit. Uh, be- because then Ultraman. Uh, yeah, there's it's wacky. It's crazy. Then, then like it's visually interesting, like the cuts that they use, like they'll do like not Dutch angles, but like random shots like of like people from random areas, like in between a chair and like a table. And you'll see a snippet of the person talking and like it just looks so weird, but so intriguing and <laughs> visually like just sexy. And it has a cheesy like effect to it. Like I remember when I saw the trailer for this, uh, some of the stuff looks super CG and just fake. Luckily, they fixed that in before it came out, apparently. Uh, so it looks nice, but it's still cheesy and, and old fashioned. Just watching fun kaijus fighting. And oh, awesome. yeah, it, it was a good time. This this was a, a fathom event tonight thing, I believe. Um, uh, I assume it's going to be available to rent sometime soon or buy uh, Shin Ultraman. I'm going to give uh, three slices of toast. Oh, awesome. Fun times to be had with that that rat scallion. And I see that there's like uh, an animated CG version on Netflix now. Maybe I might check it out. Oh, nice. Oh, cool. There's the show. There you go. Yeah, yeah, Sorry. yeah. I just burped. I, I apologize, folks. Uh, but Dennis, uh, I might have had like evil aliens attacking, but you have you have something a little more interesting, a little more realistic, a little more quasi evil. Mm-hmm. You do definitely one you, you don't see about? coming. That's for sure. Uh, I, my next oh entry in re- the reviews tonight is The Hatchet-Wielding Hitchhiker. Have you heard about Kai, the hitchhiking hatchet hero? This dude went from this heroic, beautiful person to wanted for murder. An absolute bizarre scene here in West Fresno. A man plows his car into a PG&E worker, pinning him against his truck. Two women are trying to help him. He runs up and he grabs one of them, man. So I f***ing ran up behind him with a hatchet. Smash, smash, smash. Everyone around the world wanted a piece of this kid. How do you know this guy? The internet, man. Is that really you? How did it make you feel, though, being this viral sensation? I'm not a virus. I'm a sensation. I'm Kai. Most people that are heroes are not homeless people. There was something funny about him and kind of cute and sweet and innocent. He has such an endearing quality. There's so much charisma. Before I say anything else, I want to say no matter what you've done, you deserve respect. Even if you make mistakes, you're worthwhile. If you're going to glorify someone, you better know who you're glorifying. Kai, the hatchet-wielding hitchhiker, he's been arrested for allegedly taking the life of a man in New Jersey. There was no forced entry, but under the computer is a phone number with the name Lawrence Kai. Let me just stop and think. Could he be responsible for something like this? Part of me wondered what actually happened that day in Fresno. Was this him being the hero or not? Smash! Hitting somebody in the head with a hatchet three times, blunt side or not, is violent. Smash! When it comes to a certain situation of pressure, you either become a diamond or you get crushed. Smash! That's right. Uh, this too also available on Netflix. This is telling the. Uh, this is a true documentary, by the way. Of <clears throat> excuse me. This is a documentary that's about this incident that happened. And a few of you may remember recall this because I, I vaguely remember hearing about this. Uh, this incident of uh, this hitchhiker was picked up on a highway, and there was this traffic accident where 
this woman came running up to the car to try to render aid to the the driver of the car. The driver started attacking her, trying to kill her. The passenger, who was the hitchhiker, jumps out with a hatchet and just starts smashing this dude's skull in and saved her life. Turns out it was this kind of like the homeless drifter guy that just he was he was very kind to, to people. He had this persona of like he would never he didn't keep a lot of earthly possessions. He would just kind of pass things on to the next person. Uh, people were trying to get like help him out, give him free shit. Oh, that was really cool. He started getting really famous on not just on local news. His story was picked up on the internet. He was on fucking Jimmy Kimmel. They did a whole sketch. He did a sketch with him, but it was. It's, it started to, as his fame grew, the edges started to crack and it became more apparent. This guy's not as, like, wholesome and clean cut as, like, his appearance may seem, even if he seems to be, like, this real down-to-earth dude. He's got some serious problems, man. Like, you're finding out about how he's got kind of a checkered past. He's uh, He's originally from Canada. His mother, like, kind of just let him go. He was so insane. He just kept acting out. And it's the point where like, you just couldn't hold on to him. The, the guy just kind of went nuts and was just started drifting all across North America. And this event happened. And then it turns out he might've murdered someone else. And he's currently in prison for that. And it's, it's the story of watching this, this kind of uh, highway drifter ascend to this level of fame where he, he was getting recognized in the street and then he just kind of let it all get into his head and and committed this atrocity where you make calls into question his first quote unquote act of heroism. So it's it's an interesting journey to go on. It's it's a little parts of it get a little dry. Like you kind of beat some of the same notes a few times. Uh, it's I don't I don't know why this one didn't hit as hard for me as the others. Maybe because it's it settled so long on the question of like, well, maybe he wasn't guilty of, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they weren't really trying to spin it that way. It just, uh, if you're into the murder mystery or like the, those kinds of the Dateline story kind of, kind of stuff that Netflix likes to make a lot, I would recommend it for you. It's definitely an interesting story. It's not the strongest story because you're kind of just watching the one, um, not like some of the other, uh, of the quote unquote murder documentaries on Netflix that I've reviewed in the past. Uh, but it does paint a picture of some like you should be mindful of how you think of other people before you just start throwing the label hero around onto people. You, you should consider the entire picture. And I, I, I think this, this film at least did a good job of kind of making you think about that. Um, I just, I don't know the pacing of it kind of slowed down a little bit for me, but Still a very interesting watch, and I, I would recommend it to those who are a fan of the genre. Hmm. Um, I'll give Hatchet Wielding Hitchhiker two and a half slices. Uh, like I said, it just kind of it slowed down a little bit for me at times, and I feel like it kind of repeated itself in a couple places. But other than that, it's still a very interesting story. And I wanted, it's like I vaguely remember hearing about this guy, so it's like, oh shit, that's right, that was a that was a thing. There is a whole closing chapter to that guy that I was not that aware of that it was interesting to learn about huh. but uh nice. this, this was just he just got rides in in cars it's not like he was getting maybe he was getting uh free tickets to fly cross country i don't know anything about that but 
Hmm. Uh, do, do you got? Do you get any bonuses or free trips like that? You, get- uh, you know, I. You know, I got, I got, I got, I can, can I talk about planes, trains, automobiles, things like that? No, but I can talk about one of those things. Okay. okay. I want to talk about the uh, film Plane. Captain Torrance, flight commander. How can I help you? Fugitive extradition. Oh, is he dangerous? What did he do? Homicide 15 years ago. I don't want to scare the rest of the passengers. I'm afraid you're stuck with us, Captain. Get him on board. Let's have a good flight. right through the top of the storm. Listen, keep everybody in their seats. No exceptions, all right? Mayday, mayday, mayday. Trailblazer 119, we are dark. Is anyone near guard down it? We're gonna hit. We're gonna hit. Done somewhere in the Jolo Island cluster. It's run by separatists and militias. The Filipino army won't even go there anymore. The clock is ticking. Every minute matters. We can count those minutes in lives, lost or saved. We don't know who it is. We don't know who it is. Get back. Listen carefully. This is an emergency. I'm Captain Brody Torrance. This guy. Name, country! Maxwell Carvel, England. Name, country. I gotta go after them. My passengers, my responsibility. I'm gonna need your help. You're gonna need this. Former military or something? You could say that. Then why'd they lock you up? No one cares what really happened. But they say redemption can be found in the most unusual places. If you do this, you'll probably never see your family again. What about their families? I have a daughter, and I have every intention of making a home. They're going to come at us with everything they've got. We're getting off this island. Uh, so this this movie uh, this movie takes place on New Year's Eve. Uh, there's a simple flight uh, from I want to say like Korea to like another Asian country. It should be a quick, simple flight, but there's a little bit of a storm. The pilot tells the air traffic control or the guy who's sending him out, it's like, hey, why don't I just take this other route, just play it safe? And like, no, man, that adds an extra hour on the flight. We don't want to waste that much gasoline. And he's like, all right. And on the and the and, and also on this flight, there's only 14 people, and out of the 14, one of these people is a a uh, is a convict that's been wanted, and uh, he he's been captured, and and there's an agent uh, with him, and uh, so so the this 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 flight takes off, everything's going good, until lightning strikes, and then all the electronics go no. out. Two people died because they weren't fastened in their seatbelt. And uh, we gotta make a crash landing. Land, oh, boop, boop. We land uh, somewhere. We don't know where we are, but we we safely land. And uh, so we decide. All right. 
So let's get out of the plane because we're going to boil here because it's so hot and inside planes that don't have AC. Oh, sorry. So our captain's played by uh, Gerard Butler and uh, and the uh, inmate, the, the, the wanted guy is played by Mug Coulter. Uh, so uh, the two of them decide to go off and try to find help. And uh, what they find is danger. 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 What else is Gerard Butler Lurking. and fucking Luke Cage going to find in the jungle? <laughs> Yeah, King Leonidas and King Luke Leonidas, Cage, yes. uh, find out that they're <laughs> that they are uh, on and uh, on a very dangerous island run by some 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 bad guys dealing in drugs and other unmentionables. Uh, so they're heading back to their plane because uh, Dry gets sent out one call uh, and to the air to the air company. He finds a phone. He he MacGyver's it back back into functioning uh and like he's like oh, i'm pilot blah 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 of this flight and lady's like we have a lot of prank calls i don't believe you and hangs up and he calls back she doesn't believe him and it's like well this is very sad and then he calls his daughter and the daughter then has to but when he's talking to the daughter a bad guy comes up and attacks him and destroys the phone uh and then you think he's gonna de- i'm not gonna tell you <laughs> but anyways needless to say uh our two guys Happen to find a truck, get in the truck, drive. they're on their way back to where, where the plane is, but they hear gunshots coming from that area. So they stop and they get out and they watch. Their gang is being, their gang, they're, uh, the, the other 13 or 12 other people, whoever's alive, they're all now being kidnapped by the bad guys. So now they got to save the day. And that's pretty much the movie there, Dennis. And uh, it sounds god awful, <laughs> but boy, was it just a! You shut your brain off. It's a fun ride, okay? Dude. Because of course, uh, Gerard Butler, uh, he uh, he he used to be in the in, in the military, and then uh, Mike Coulter was in like a a freedom fighting thing. So they the defenders know their stuff, and they know how to kick ass. <laughs> yeah, and then there's mercenaries that come to help them. And of oh man, it's just so goofy and so fun. I'm gonna get playing uh, exclusively in theaters currently. Uh, by the time this comes out, maybe it's already out on VOD. Who knows these days? Uh, but as of the recording, only in theaters. I'm gonna get playing two and a half slices of toast for a fun romp. Okay, all right. It's a. There's yeah. fun to if be you had. Like cheesy okay. movies. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, fun to be had, Dennis. Oh boy! You and I both watched a uh, quote unquote. Yeah. Comedy? Oh, I already. I think I already see where you. <laughs> what you're gonna say, and I'm excited to <laughs> shred it apart with you, um, uh, folks. We are talking about the Hulu exclusive Bromates. Hey, Jonesy, what's up, man? Look, Charlotte broke up with me. It's over a stupid misunderstanding. Oh, hey, baby, you homer? You know, I just told Sadie I would help her with this photo. What the? Sadie! Oh, cheating on me with the weird puppet guy from next door? But it's more of an emotional affair. Except for the sex. Yeah, that's very sweaty and physical. <gasps> I'm saying we should do this breakup thing together. You want to be roommates? Roommates. Yeah, unless you're happy living where you already are. I'll be right next door. Hey! Welcome, bro, mate! Hey! <laughs> the best way to get through a breakup is to push all that down and pop in fun stuff. Ooh, like freaky deaky sex stuff? It's Max's boyfriend. Boyfriend? Oh, buddy! Hey! Hi. Here's your phone, buddy. 
Oh, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. And I got your new ringtone. Nope. You want a GoPro? Yeah. Yeah! Suck it! What? Hell no, that's my song. My neck. My back. Sid! Focus up. Y'all hit my grandma car? Is that who I think it is? That's right. This is the Snoop Dogg produced comedy starring Josh Brenner and Lil Rel Howery. Right there, I'm like, fuck yes. I'm checked in. And then you're like, oh, it's co-starring Taryn Manning, Jessica Lowe, and Flula Borg, and Rob Riggle. I'm like, fuck yes, 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 and yes. Oh my God, it's only getting better. <laughs> and then there you got uh, Asif Ali and Brendan Scannell. Both people have, have been in a lot of other stuff. Then I'm just recognizing random faces who are in like, it's always sunny in Philadelphia, mm-hmm. like a lot of uh, character actors and stuff. And I'm like, oh my God, yeah, this is going to be great. Oh yeah. Holy shit. So, all right, mm-hmm. before we get to that point, the story, we've got uh, Sid. He's uh, he's he's got his influencer girlfriend that he's he's kind of this meek kind of pushover sort of guy. All he cares about is solar, solar energy. energy. That's his life. In oh, and like to, to like to a fault. His fucking fault is loving solar energy too much. Holy shit. Right away. I'm just like, this is already one of the dumbest character like flaws I've ever seen. And then you got <laughs> uh, Jonesy played by Lil Ral Howry, who's. I don't uh-huh. quite get. I don't get it. All right, let me let me set you up here, Dennis. He 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 got a sex swing installed in his house and got someone to come and test it out so he can make sure his girlfriend. But it was like very it. apparent. And he's tickling her booty. Well, no, it's like her stomach. She's oh yeah. yeah it's like I don't. So and then he's just. I anyways. Before we get to the end, I really don't. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. let's cut to the, 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 these two guys get broken up on the same day, and uh, they 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 decide yes. to move in together, yes. and uh, and then then they go to a bar one night. Uh, I'm gonna call him Big Head uh, because that's his name. Uh, I, I I forget his fucking real name. The guy from one of them finds a, a girl that he likes, and they they hit it off. But uh, she's like, oh, I'm just in town for a bachelor party. I got to go home and I got to catch a flight because I'm going to be in a beauty. Oh, Christ. Tomorrow. Yeah. And Which... uh, the guys decide oh, to go to the beauty. Pageant. For whatever Dennis, fucking you wanna, reason. want to set up our beauty. Oh, pageants? my God. It is. The, and it's like the most redneck looking thing in the planet. I wanted to shut up. It was just. Yes. It's the redneck beauty pageant. Or right. Yeah. Or... And it's like. It's, I don't even. I just. The movie just takes these turns. I'm like, what in the fuck were you thinking when you wrote this this scene? I don't get why we needed to go here just to then fucking come back. Like I, uh, I don't. Uh, it makes no goddamn sense. The whole movie doesn't make any goddamn no. sense. I want to know how no. stoned were you, Snoop? Man, I I love your music. I I your shows are great. Uh, I like your your stupid like the the watching videos like watching him react to things. Great, like I I, I will watch that dumb stuff all day. But this I wanted to love it. You had all of this very talented, uh, people like all of these very talented people in your movie. Yet it just it just yeah. falls apart. It, 
Hell, he was even uh, he he started us off with narration, a voiceover that then disappeared. Yep. And, and then, he's like, maybe if you stick around, uh, you I might come back. And it's like, OK, right. Skip, cool. We'll and then he comes later. up playing himself. And it's like, it's strange. Uh, that that I didn't la- I didn't laugh at, the, at this movie at all, really. I think that might have been the only time that I laughed when when they were like with the Snoop. Oh, yeah, right. I guess. And I barely Even laughed that, at It's that. like Rob Riggle. It, to, it's this, this for Rob movie, Riggle to not be funny. Not once. Yeah, Rob. Yeah. Like, and he and I respect the fact that he wasn't playing a Rob Riggle type. He was more of like a good guy. And yeah. Not like a shithead. Yeah. To me, Flew of Lord was the uh, funniest. I just the weird neighbor with the with the puppets. Yeah. With the his, unnecessary his puppets. puppets. Yeah. Like I, there's no reason for that whatsoever. Yet again, but the whole movie is like yeah. that. Everything was unnecessary. I, oh. And it's like I don't I it felt like a movie that should have came out in the early 2000s. Oh my god, yes. Uh and I don't know if I would have liked it more. Like and I I also just rewatched today uh the Dane Cook movie, My Best Friend's Girl, and another movie where it's like they just say and do things that are, are like raunchy. Just for to be no raunchy, reason. yeah. And I'm like, I used to like this type of comedy, and now it's, rough to get through. <laughs> it's just so bad yeah. and, and rough. Yeah, man. Like, why, are, uh, why? There's just no point. Honestly, there's just no point. I wouldn't recommend this to anyone. It's the what little value there is. Oh. I want to. I want to like it, but it just it screams of mm-hmm. we're we're slapping the little money we do have into this scene and that scene. And the rest are just going to have to suck it. Yeah. Um, like, honestly, I feel like I like that little Rao, uh, Howery, uh, John Cena movie more. And we both didn't even like that movie, but I at least had laughs in that movie. Uh, you know what? I'll, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I will agree with that statement. It's that movie was terrible. Yet. I think I did chuckle a couple times and it had more heart at the end of the day than this one did. Yeah. I don't know. Like that, that for me at least mm-hmm. earns a couple points, but good God. Yeah. This just had no merit to it for me. Uh, yeah. I, uh, slice I, it up. Uh, yeah. What you got, baby? I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it one slice and that's being generous. It was I funny. Think. I was just, personally. I was what just thinking think? about the same thing. I, I too will also give it one slice. It's, it, I want to like it. I, I got a couple of chuckles out of me, but not enough to maintain, not enough to recommend watching this to anyone. I just can't. Cannot. Cannot. We watch it that's so right. you don't have to. Let's, let's Movie do, toes. But hey, honestly, you know, maybe this might be a hit for like kids in middle school. Oh, they God. might like this type of humor. I don't know. Oh, God. I don't know. It's just not for us. Go back and watch a classic. I'm moving on here, Dennis. I'm going to get, I'm going to get a little more, uh, a little more serious here. Um, A a couple years back, there was this great movie called searching starring uh, John Cho uh, where like his daughter went missing and like he's searching for her and it's all done like in computer screens. Oh yeah. 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 Cameras. This is, this is kind of like this, but like a spiritual sequel. In fact, like they kind of talk about it a little bit in this movie. Uh, th- th- this movie I'm, I'm talking about is called Missing. You need to let the police handle this. I tried. I'm not giving up on my mom. Siri, call June. Mom, this is FaceTime. Oh, gosh. I need you to write a couple of things down. The car keys. 
I just said write it down. You're not writing it down. Kevin and I are headed to LAX, and we need you to pick us up on Monday. Keep your location on the entire time I'm away. No fun. Got it. Hi, this is Grace Allen. Please leave a message. Mom, where are you guys? A guest you had? Um, does anyone speak English? Uh, I'm sorry. This is Elijah Park. Please, I need your help. The FBI doesn't have jurisdiction to investigate in Colombia. So, is there anything I can do? The best thing you can do to help us is just wait by your phone. Say hi, mommy. Hi, Junebug. I'm not giving up on my mom. There's got to be a way to find her. I need you to go to this hotel and ask for their security footage. The cleaning senora says she sees two American tourists at the hardware store. What did he buy? Just this. You think he did something to her? You're going through Kevin's email? You need to let the police handle this. I tried, but we're running out of time. Who are these people? This woman calls him Darren. You weren't gonna tell me my mom was dating a felon? You need to trust me on this. Shocking new footage has leaked online. No, no! I have some questions regarding something we're looking into. Has your mom ever gone by any other names? What? The strangest case I've ever seen. There may be more than meets the eye. There are some legit questions. Hey, Junebug. There's actually a lot I want to talk with you about. Um, this time there's a twist here. Uh, uh, this girl, her mother and her boyfriend are going on vacation and she goes to pick them up at the airport and they never show up and she gets nervous. She calls, nobody answers, can't find anybody. She kind of hires like a task rabbit type person over in this other country to help her search for him because there's some stuff that the uh, embassy can't do yet or the uh, the FBI can't help out with. So she's kind of digging up, trying to find out what's happening here. And there's a lot of twists and turns and random things happening here. And uh, it's just like the edge of your seat, like trying to watch this girl. Like at first, like she's like nervous, but then like the fear ramps up because she's like, oh, my mother, I may never see my mother again. My father died when I was young. And like now my mother's like out and about and, I don't know what, what the hell happened to her and like Damn. the thing she discovers, like she can't hack into her mother's email, but she does somehow hack into her mother's boyfriends and she discovers some kind of unsettling shit. And then later on d- discovers, all right, maybe it's not as bad as I think it is. He really did have feelings for her, but wait, maybe is he in on this? And like, but he's missing too. And like, there's a manhunt going on later. There's so much that happens. And, and this is Jesus. all like, within like less than two hours i think it's like an hour and 51 minutes and there's some like very like deep shit going on here and like i was on the edge of my seat the whole time like there's some moments that i'm like oh yeah dude th- this is clearly the password your mother mentioned it so many times you should know this is the password and she figures it out later on to get to that point but uh yeah there, uh, i don't know i'm gonna i'm gonna say this movie missing 
I'm gonna give it three slices of the test. It's a really oh, good sweet. mystery, uh, and it's it's done nicely. Um, I have nothing bad to say about it, um, but it's just not a four slicer for me. Okay, fair yeah. enough. That yeah. sounds interesting, though. I'm down yeah. for that kind of story. I want to say more, but I feel like I'd spoil things. I feel like I could have already said too oh, much. But yeah. We'll leave it at that. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, you, you feel like another mystery? Yeah. Sorry. I didn't mean to catch up. <laughs> you <laughs> piece right, of shit. Oh, you know what's my favorite And you think I'm going to make this um, fucking comic book with you? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I'm out. Circle back. We're never coming back to that. I'm gonna make you. I'm gonna make you a villain. <laughs> uh, what do you got? What, what's on tap here? Well, uh, as you can see, as you can see, I've been favoring the Netflix lately. Well, you um, don't say the Frank, Netflix, Grandpa. The Netflix. You gonna go on the, the Facebook the, later on? The 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 flick nets the <laughs> the movie flicks. I'm the one that says these things, Dennis. Come on. Uh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I apologize. Well, uh, we we got Christian Bale being a detective yet again, but this time we're going back in time in Ooh. the pale blue eye. Is it true? You once elicited a confession with nothing more than piercing look. With enough patience, a suspect will often. Interrogate himself. Detective Landor, one of our cadets, hanged himself last night. That's a matter for the coroner. I'm afraid that's not the end of it. His heart was carved from his chest. What type of fella could do this? have to be a bad man needed to decipher this rumor has it there are instructions for immortality someone there another cadet is missing hope i need you to discreetly infiltrate the cadets what is this blood symbols rituals oh my lord Man will do most anything to cheat death. Where are the facts? Where are the simple facts? The truth! I believe the dead haunt us because we love them too little. We are no closer to finding who's responsible for this than we were a month ago! We are closer. It's only a matter of time. Ah, the brown eye. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> that not the triple X parody, no. Oh, um. yeah. <laughs> Different movie. Moving on. That's on the, the porn net. I got nothing. Sorry. Porn poutine. Poutine. <laughs> Ooh, I, like I don't that. know. I like that. <laughs> Extra <Okay>. gravy. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Extra curdy. Uh, oh, boy.
Um, anyways, you Canadians and your silly snacks. Um, so the pale blue eye is telling the tale of a detective. And I think this is the, it's the early 1800s post. Like, like we're, we're out on the East coast. This is taking place near, um, West Point Academy. It's following Augustus, uh, Augustus Landon. He's this, uh, Augustus, Augustus Lander. So, sorry. He's this famous detective that he's known for solving all these mysteries, except he had some tragedy strike his life and he's kind of become a recluse and he's living out in the woods on his own. But the, the local office, the officer in charge of West Point Academy has requested his help in that they have a murder mystery brewing within their school campus within the grounds. And it's like, they want to get the shit in check and not, not let it get out that all this negative stuff is happening when they're trying to be grooming, like the next leaders of the U S military. This is supposed to be, you know, the who's leading the troops here. Um, a lot of recognizable faces in this one, as, as mentioned, Christian Bale, we got Harry Melling, uh, Harry Potter's cousin himself. There's uh Jillian Anderson, Robert Duvall, uh, Timothy Spall, some more Harry Potter alum, and then uh, Charlie Tahan, you might recognize from Ozark. Uh, l- a lot of recognizable faces and names in this film. Um, beautifully shot, I might add. I love this snowy, bleak background. Um, so the the setup is nice. the the murder taking place uh, is, of course, I mentioned at West Point Academy. This is taking place during the time period when the actual Edgar Allan Poe was attending. In real life, Edgar Allan Poe did go to West Point Academy. Um, so he, he recruits the help, the detective recruits the help of this kind of peculiar soldier who likes to write poetry with a kind of a dark bend. And he's offering up his insight and advice as to like who he thinks of his like classmates might have been, you know, might, might've be committing these crimes. Um, we start getting into some occult shit. Robert Duvall's playing this, this uh, professor who's, who collects occult books and stuff. And, I, I love all these sets and locations that I think the dialogue is great. The, the mystery itself, it's weird. We get these really cool set pieces, uh, pulling and it's, it's, this is going back to, uh, um, very much a good straight up murder mystery where we're walking along the steps. We get to this kind of not quite a knives out sort of feeling, but I very much recognize they're kind of trying to go that direction with, like they were trying to tip us off with clues as we go back until we get to that third act and it starts to really mount up. And then we finally find out who the killer is. And unfortunately, without spoiling anything, that's kind of where you lost me. The, it would have been so much better, I think, if we took it a different direction. But landing where the movie did, I'm just kind of like, oh, man, you had you was going so strong. I thought it was so good. But it just didn't quite hit home to me. It's like the same effect now, that the end of Glass Onion was. Can I, I was like, oh, really? I, yeah. I, I was talking. I was talking about this, uh, or I, I was listening to some some people talking, and they kind of have the same uh, review as you. They kind of made it sound like you don't have enough information until the very end, until they reveal who the killer actually is. is yes, that, is that? It's kind of like we're waiting for the next piece. You're waiting for the next piece. And then you're like, oh, shit, this crazy fucking thing is happening. And then once that settles mm-hmm. down, you're like, wait, oh, really? That's. And then they just kind of yeah. rip the rug out from under you and say, oh, no, this is who did it instead. 
And that's where you kind of, I was like, oh, that was a kind of a, it, you might as well have said it's all a dream because they just, they undid everything. We were like, all of this momentum was heading one direction. And I really would have dug it if we would have just stayed there. But I, you know, predictable, maybe, but it was just getting darker and darker and darker and darker. And then we get to the end. I'm like, oh, well, it's almost, it's extreme, but it's almost justified. I'm just kind of like, oh, well, okay. And then we all just kind of walk away. Dang. And that's it. <laughs> and like, and the movie's over. And I'm just like, oh, shit. It's I, a really strong start, really strong second act. I It's a slow burn for sure. So if you're not, it, it's it's not as vibrant as a knives out or glass onion, but I, it's that kind, it's, it's, you get a little taste of that in a lot of the symbolism, the wordplay that we're, we're using words a lot. And, um, we're, we don't go to a lot of varying locations, but I, I think they looked gorgeous. I loved the setting. I loved the sets. The wardrobe was fantastic as well. Visually, the movie is fantastic. I think it's a really visually pleasing film all the way through, but it's just that last nice. final couple of scenes that just kind of undoes it a little bit for me. That sucks. But, that sucks. You're, you devote all that time. Yeah. And then, bam, fuck you. We, we, you after after yeah, all that, that though, I still, I still enjoyed the time I spent. I would still give it three slices. I just, right, I'm just saying it, it very easily could have been three and a half, almost full. Like, like it could have been a four. It's, it's one of those. I really, mm. I was in love with it through the first act. Seriously. I was all about everything that was happening. Everything you were presenting to me. Um, Christian Bale, like Christian Bale and Harry Melling, their, their chemistry was great. Yeah. I loved yeah. them. Uh, uh, Lucy Bontian, who's kind of plays the love interest. Uh, the tension between her and Harry Melling was great. And it's apparently, I'm not as well versed in Edgar Allan Post poetry, but apparently there's a few scenes that are supposed to be like, this, these are the spiritual moments that influenced him writing certain poems, some of the, how some of the scenes hmm. play out. And I, where I didn't necessarily catch that. So do, that screams my level of literacy. I appreciate the visual poetry we were given instead. Like I liked seeing how a lot of these scenes played out, uh, especially the intense one with mm. Julian Anderson. That got crazy. She was great. I was not expecting uh, uh, what, whatever, X-Files to be uh, all up in here. Yeah, Mulder and Scully mixed up all the time. I'm I like, do too, yeah. I was, I was about to name drop one, and I'm like, think? actually. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to pull that trigger and sound like an idiot. Exactly, wait, wait, exactly. both in this? Uh, all right, oh, that's no. legit. Netflix, yeah. check that out. Don't check it out. I don't know. It's uh, you know. Uh, I got I got one thing to end us here. Uh, I got a uh, this, this hot new horror film, uh, this Ooh, indie horror film that people spicy. have been talking about. Dennis, a film called Skinema Rink. In this house. In this house. There you 
in this world. In this house. In this house. I said it right. I just had to read it to make sure I said it right um, <laughs> because I'm just illiterate. Um, uh, and so I, I've heard a bit about this movie and uh, and it's like a lot of people like you got to check it out. You got to check it out in the theaters. And it's like it sounds like it's a hit or a miss with people and uh, like so much talk. And um, I remember last year, like fucking like everyone's like, you got to see the fucking Terrifier 2 movie. And I'm like, all right, cool. I'll check that out. And I was pleasantly surprised. And I was like tossing money into fucking uh, indie filmmakers, film oh, yeah. support absolutely that shit. because you got Fuck it. Because yeah. I know this movie was picked up and is going to be on Paramount, on Paramount, fucking um, is going to be on Shutter, which is also uh, part of um, AMC Plus. But I'm like, no, I'll see this in theater the way it's meant to be seen. So, uh, this movie has a pretty sweet premise. Um, excuse me. Um, it's uh, it takes place back in like I want to say 95. And these two young kids, I want to say they can't be older than like four and five, maybe eight and five. I don't know. Very young, very, very young kids. Uh, okay. They wake up in the middle of the night. Uh, their dad's missing. All the windows and doors in the house are missing. The toilet's missing. What the fuck? Uh, there's, there's something demonic happening here. Uh, and, and, and it's hard to tell. And these kids are a little lost. They don't know what to do, but they're like, well, let's, uh, let's, I guess, just try to try to get up now. I feel like now's the time that we should be awake. So they kind of live their life, but they, they notice things are a little, a little bit fucked up and they notice things are, are out of place. They try to figure out what's happening, where their dad is. You hear some really strange like voice like this demonic voice every now and again and like things it's it, it's 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 a really cool premise and and uh okay. it has a vibe of like old horror kind of and i love it because like it's it looks beautiful it looks like it was shot on film like it has this great film nice. effect it even has that pop and bubbling noise of like film projection and like the opening, you like, you have like your titles and everything right there, and like the the there's no credits at the end. All the credits are right in the beginning as they're setting everything up, and that's as as much as I can tell you that I, I liked about it, Dennis. Let me tell you what oh, I no. don't like about this. The movie's underlit. Okay, I can live with that. I'm fine, but you can't even fully tell what you're seeing half the time. Um, you're not even seeing the kids half the time. You maybe see them 25% of this movie. Then do you, you hear them? 
you see what they, they kind of see, but you're, you're pretty much just looking at walls what? and ceilings and okay. walls and ceilings and TV uh, with a cartoon playing on it. You're not seeing anything for this whole fucking movie. And it is so frustrating to me, Dennis. And even the audience around me, you could tell how angry they were getting. <laughs> and, it's, and you're just waiting the whole time for something to happen because you're like, something big is going to happen. I don't want to spoil if anything big does or doesn't happen, but uh, I feel like I could have easily have walked the fuck out of this movie for the whole movie and came back and missed absolutely nothing. Oh, no. I didn't. I was fighting sleeping because I was that bored. This oh, movie shit. felt like I was stuck in like in like in like hell. Like it's only I want to say like an hour and 40 minutes. It felt like it was like seven hours. I didn't know what oh, was going on. Man. And I get that. That's probably what this director wants you to have. This writer director probably set it up to be like that. But I just could not do it man i was like so irritated one of the weirdest wastes of times i've ever had i think but oh, here's what bummer. i will say i i commend the shit out of them here man because like i said the premise is great i guess it's slightly based off a short film called heck which is a slightly similar premise but uh yeah i, I will give the the director writer props because they shot this movie for fifteen thousand dollars it's already shit. made i want to say like 80 to ninety thousand dollars playing people are seeing it on a wide audience it's a giant hit uh he shot it in his parents house oh my god so i give this guy this guy is a fucking genius he this is the beauty of horror movies man you can do anything and it can blow up but uh, just We're for not, me, we can't all be uh Paranormal activity, right? <laughs> yeah, no. This to me makes paranormal activity look like a fucking Oscar winning movie. And I hate paranormal activity. Oh. <laughs> and I hate it. I shouldn't be talking bad about film. What do I, I have nothing to base off of uh myself saying that I, I make great movies or anything, but like it was like I even listened to everyone around me leaving the theater. Like oh, one man. person behind me is like, Thanks for making me see this. Other people are like Oh, what the fuck was that? And like, just everyone's reaction was like the same. But hey, fuck it. They got a reaction out of people, and that's what you want out of a movie, whether it's good or bad. They got the reaction. So you want a good, you want a good reaction. Now I think most of the time you kind of want yeah. a good reaction. <laughs> but I will say, all those horror fans out there, all the horror junkies that you've gone to school with, and you know, they all love it and eat it up. And I'm like cool power to you not for me i give it half a slice of toast if it didn't have a sweet Damn. sexy film look and a sweet premise it would have been a zero stinker but i'm gonna Shit. say i'm gonna give it the benefit of the doubt here and give it half a slice because film always makes it sexy and i know for fifty thousand bucks i don't think they shot it on film if they oh, did fuck no. i don't know how but yeah 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 Damn. And then, it's so Oof. inaudible at times there has to be subtitles of what the kids are saying because you can't fully always hear exactly what they're saying. That's fun. So, you can't see anything, can't hear yeah. anything. That's uh -huh. that's great. Awesome. Yeah. That's that's exactly what I want in a movie. I can't wait to go see it again. Helen uh, Keller style. Ooh, <laughs> I just got the title of this episode. <laughs> I'm writing that down on my phone right now. You, you're you're oh, welcome. Boy. <laughs> Uh, now I gotta find a Helen Keller emoji. Uh, but uh, I mean, hey, Toasties, once again, I put this out there. If you listen to the show, if you've made it this far, if you love Skinnamarink, 
fucking get at me. Tell me what I'm missing. Tell me that I'm wrong. I want to know what the fuck the the hot take is on here. I want to know why I'm being ignorant. And I want to I want I want to I want to get a little chat going. I want a little discord going here. Hit us up over at movie underscore toast. Email me at movie toast news and reviews at gmail.com. We'll read it online. Maybe we'll chat a bit. Let me know what you think about it. Please. Well, tell- I would love to hear your take on it. Adam will tell you why you're wrong. No, no, I, 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 no, okay, I, I'm I, I could be turned. I'm hundred percent be turned. I will say so, though, there is a cute scene. Oh, cute. There, there, there's one like uh, moment where you see like one of those like kids like type plastic phones with a smiley face on it, and of course it becomes a, a frowny face. But I, I saw a meme with Woody and and the phone from Toy Story spoofing <laughs> it, and I was like, oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> That's funny. That's what I live for. Um, yeah, go. I don't know. Uh, sorry to end on just, such a, a downer. Hey, uh, but sometimes you, I, sometimes you I, find I a stinker, know. man. That's that's just it's the way of the You're road, there. Ricky. That's that's how it goes. Helen <laughs> uh, Keller style, baby. <laughs> okay. And uh, sorry, sorry. I know that seems very uh, very offensive, but uh, that's just if you won't you can't show, see it and you here. can't hear it. <laughs> See now, because I explained the joke, it's no longer funny. But it's I stand by. I stand no. by what I said. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, folks! Uh, say you're not regular to the show. We put out a new episode every Thursday, and by every Thursday, I mean every other Thursday. Every other Thursday. Uh, next episode, I'm gonna try to have some uh, some reviews from Sundance. Uh, it's Ooh. happening currently, and there's gonna be some digital uh, festival things you can watch. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get a few of those films in. Sweet. uh to fill you fine folks in um i don't know and then there's some cool mo- cool looking movies coming to vod i think next week so i can't wait to talk about yes but, sir uh, yeah well if if there's if there's nothing left to be had i think uh no we, we only got one request left of you fine toasties oh shit oh backpedal did you uh see did, i know we didn't review the last season but did you see the big bad breaking news from uh from cobra kai no. It's Uh-oh. been renewed for the sixth and final season. Wow! All right. Sweet. But uh, they, they do go ahead and say the Miyagi verse is still hot and they hope to okay. continue things. So okay. uh, we might okay. get spinoffs or other things coming, but uh figured it'd be uh, worthwhile noting that uh, the final season's coming. And uh, hell yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a somber moment, but hey, why, go while you're on top. They're, they're exactly. Right. Oh, we're still enjoying it. Let's leave it a good show. Enjoyable from yeah. beginning to end. That's that's the be- that's the better way to go out, I say. Yeah. Yeah, don't fizzle. Nobody likes a fizzle. Nope. Well, alrighty, but dude. But anywho, you were saying something I cut you off earlier. I apologize. All, all good, all good. I was only I was simply stating if uh you, you folks have done all the the fine favors we've asked of you, following our socials and whatnot, left all of your valuable feedback. Then, at the very least, could you please, please stay toasty? Yeah, and uh, possibly go and give us a old rating over on Apple Podcasts, please. Check us out over at uh, Movie Toast News and Reviews, at Twitter, Facebook, uh, fucking Instagram, 
uh, Movie Toast News and Reviews at Facebook. We got two Facebooks, Movie Toast News and Reviews on YouTube. Sorry, I know we, we just missed that. Uh, fuck. Uh, man, it's a secret, so we're going to whisper. Shh. How do we fucking talk about Blast from the Past and not have fucking Christopher Walken here again? I'm really, really oh, getting pissed oh, at Christopher. <laughs> we're setting you know, them up for slam dunks there dennis it's true it's just kind of uh, just like whew, it just it just whooshed right over my you head hope and you pray that uh, that the the uh, big 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 celebrity that we know will show up you know, if, never we, does. if we plan it out if we if we schedule out a time with him i think he can make an appearance we I, just gotta I don't know, dude. I feel like he's a very aloof guy. Uh, he's kind. Of, I, I feel like he is our version of Phil Murray. Uh, you gotta call a random number and leave a voicemail, and yes. he'll just show up when he feels like it. He won't commit to shit. This is true. This know. is true. If we if we check in with him, maybe before we record, he'll uh, he might make an appearance. Uh. Though <laughs> we just, oh, we just drop him a line. Drop him a line. Yeah, yeah. We'll get up. on the we'll get on the uh, the walking phone. We'll it's it's what he calls the cell phone. <laughs> He's got a flip phone from uh, hello. Um, it's the walking phone. Uh... <laughs> voicemail. You've reached the walking phone. Leave a message. I might call uh... back. I might not. Beep! I got and, uh, you. Then, then, then... <laughs> and, and then I bet ninety percent of the time the fucking voicemail is filled. He doesn't know how to go in there and delete. It's it. actually yeah, it's actually full. It, it, it's just, it's, the voicemail <laughs> box. You <laughs> son of a bitch! Uh, that's what you get sometimes, folks, when you're dealing with a big time celebrity. <laughs> uh. Until next time. <laughs> until until then.